take your state properties. This is Ted DiBiase, the Bay Dollar Man. Hey, this is Bob Baffling. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stein. This is the Honky Dog Man, the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon, alongside me, of course, the music man, Colin Scully, CD Scully, whatever your name is. I'm going with Colin Scully for now because that's what works, really. It's what works. It's your gimmick for now. It may change. But uh, we don't have the man with no excuses. No excuses uh, had an excuse to not show up this week. He's actually, uh, he's dealing with his leg injury. Yep. And uh, he's getting that treated today, so he's not in. But we have a very suitable replacement. In fact, we have a WWI original, a Wrestling With Ideas original, in the studio right here, right now. We have the Beast from BC himself. It is Alec Miski right here, right now. Alec. How are you doing today, man? I'm pretty good. You know, I've been enjoying my time under the mat. Under the mat, yeah. Th- that's where I live now. Are you, are you like, taking on, are you infringing on my gimmick as Hornswoggle on living underneath the ring? It's hard to infringe upon something when you do it better. Oh, ow. Wow. <laughs> Although I'm not managing Rock as clearly, if Al- I was, it would be doing Already that. just cutting some <laughs> shoot promos right here on, on Wrestling <laughs> With Ideas, just... Hasn't been on for 60 episodes. Comes back. I've got a lot to say. Um, Time for the air in your grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. (laughs) Kruger, my son tells me you're an idiot. Do you know where that's from? Seinfeld. Thank you. You see, he's going to be great. You and I, you and I, you and him, as in Colin and Alec, are going to get along just fine as this mic keeps on turning on me. But before we even get into any. Big wrestling news. We uh, gotta get to Gibby's big announcement. Yeah, I got I got a big announcement uh, to make on the show here today. As some already know, I was uh, recently hired uh, by uh, 580 CFRA as a news writer, and uh, because of the new job, uh, next week will be my final episode. Of wrestling with ideas as a full time person that's on every week. Right. I could still contribute if you want me on. Oh, for um, sure, man. But uh, and you, you can't that, be the host. You have to. Yeah. Guest. I have to guess. See, I'm under the same uh, non-compete agreement that you have yeah. with a different yeah. group. So so as of now, I am the guest host. I just happen to lead uh, this this podcast right now. Well, because you're part of the authority. Yes, exactly. Um, with that, because I am leaving uh, next week, uh, next week will be my final episode, and uh, we've been training Colin. He's been very much getting involved with the independent scene. He's already yeah. done ring crew for C4 yep. and uh, Acclaim as well. I, c- I couldn't make it to the Acclaim show. Oh, you exactly. couldn't make it to the but no. you But you got the C- but you're still getting the experience for the... Right. I mean, you, the stuff with the WrestleCast he's doing, the Parts Unknown yeah. WrestleCast, is fantastic. Like, he's already... Mm-hmm. like He's going to be interviewing Kobe Durst later on, uh, who's one of the uh, top uh, Ontario independent stars. Current C4 <laughs> champion. Yep. Uh, big that, get. Is this like, were you working at their new uh, new venue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And uh, that's on what Somerset? Uh, it's on St. Anthony's. Actually. Yeah, okay. so, I mean, St. Anthony's. Look, it's, all, it's, it's all in St. Anthony's. It's yeah. the only thing that's on St. Anthony's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a fair point to make. Yeah. Um. So, uh, he's we've been pretty much grooming him. Uh, but he's also uh, taken it upon himself to go out there and get his own interviews and that sort of stuff. So I feel very confident uh, to say that he will do a fantastic job with the show. I don't know if you listened to the Ken Shamrock interview last week, Alec, but he did a great job on that. Um, it was, uh, I think, I, I would imagine you were nervous for that. Oh, just, just a little just bit. Just a little, but Alec can vouch for my first interview with Jake the Snake Roberts and that yeah. I dropped the phone like multiple times when I did that interview. Um, so <laughs> he's thinking back to it now. He's like, I'm just thinking back, like it's probably sounded like Jake fell off the wagon, but no, he wasn't. He was good. He was great. Yeah, it Jake, was just the phone yeah. from Gabby falling yeah, constantly. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the nerves from me, but uh, I, I'm confident that Colin will do a fantastic yeah. job with the show. So um, and uh, so you are uh, taking over the show. Yeah. Uh, so after next week, it's all you, my friend. Yeah. Starting with episode 110. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Can I take this time to sort of explain what's going to be happening now that I have two shows under my control, more or less? Yeah, sure. Might as, might as well. Like, talk about like, what kind of format it's going to so be. So, with Wrestling With Ideas, my plan is to sort of cover the big stuff, aka the stuff in North America. So, it's going to be the biggest stuff coming out of WWE, Impact, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, some of the North American indies as well. Yeah. And I, then I with, like how you included Impact there. You're being kind to them. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, some of it's good. I'm not saying hey. it's bad. I'm just saying I don't know if it's big. Well, I mean, well. I mean, we we've been we've been on good terms with Impact though recently. Yeah, we, we, oh, okay. we've been we've been invited to their uh, their teleconferences actually. Oh, oh does that mean awesome. I'm going to get to yeah. go on the teleconferences too? Oh yeah, you, sweet. You, well, yeah, once once unless my off. The cuff comment there didn't just ruin everything for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we just get hashtag a, heel life. Yeah, we just we just get an email there. But I, I think yeah. it's obviously it's fair to have a couple of critiques of the promotion. But I think Impact's actually not doing not yeah. too bad. They right position now. themselves as a number two in North America, but yeah. I don't see them yeah. ever getting. Out I think of that. Ring of Honor's the number two right now. Yeah. But I mean, I think I they're, they're, more reach and I mean, and plus you got that New Japan connection. Although Impact's doing some stuff to try and turn things around, so I hope right. they do it. But anyways, continue so, on, Mister Scully. So yeah. Uh, wrestling with ideas is going to be the North American stuff mainly. And then with parts unknown, I'm going to be taking a look more so at the stuff outside of North America because most of the listenership on wrestling with ideas is North American. I would assume Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the parts unknown wrestle cast, I'm going to be taking a look at some of the more unknown wrestling. No pun intended. Definitely, (laughs) definitely no pun intended. So stuff like progress, stuff like NJPW, stuff like, uh, Maybe some WXW. I'm not sure. But, yeah. There you go. So There you go. So, you see, he's already got a plan. He's already he's already got uh, plans in place uh, to make the show successful. So, that's going to be good. So, yeah, next week, my final episode. It's going to be an end of an era, apparently. I'm putting that's some, what I've been told. I'm, I'm putting something together to celebrate it. Oh, you're putting something together. I'm putting a little audio bit to celebrate. Putting putting something together to you celebrate. Get my own it. little tribute package. Yeah, I that's, like it. That's exactly oh yeah, what's yeah. Going. I like get my own little audio tribute package. That's nice. And Go, I'll be because if I put it together, that seems pretty. That's pretty seems pretty selfish of me. But yeah. and while you guys have all these amazing things going on, I'll just be under the mat. With yeah. Titus O'Neil. There you go. <laughs> hurrah, 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 hurrah. <laughs> there you go. 
worldwide. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I love Titus. I'm sorry. That's one of the best things that's ever happened to wrestling. <laughs> I, I, when I first saw it, I actually thought of you first, probably just howling with laughter on the couch. Just all, all the random like memes that came afterwards. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so uh, that's what's going on next week. So uh, let's uh, let's get out of the sad stuff. And let's talk about the big news that's going on uh, around the wrestling stratosphere. No, we're not talking about Trish Stratus. We are talking about uh, CM Punk and Colt Cabana winning their lawsuit against Chris Amon, Dr. Chris Amon, I should say, in a civil lawsuit. Uh, That uh, was won on Tuesday, I believe. I've been working a couple of overnights, so my dates are all mixed up, maybe, but I believe it was Tuesday where they won the case. It it didn't last too long, the court case. It was yesterday, so... Yeah, it was... um, So yesterday There was like five days of testimony, I think it was. Like, it was very short. Five or six, yeah. Uh, there's very like I think six if you include the closing statements. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of stuff that happened in this court case. Yeah. Um, there was a yelling argument about who Kane was at one point <laughs> during this. Uh, we had some interesting Twitter names. Now, we of course, the- this is made for radio, so I can't say what the Twitter uh, names, but uh, let's just say it involved the first name Mike, and you can just assume what the last name would be yeah. from later on. We also had the official confirmation of what CM stands for. Yes, it is now legally binding what CM stands for in CM Punk. Do you know? Uh, did you? Do, are you aware? There's like so many different ones that have been said. Name all of them, and it's probably one of them. (laughs) Wasn't it like Chuck something that was one of them? Well, that one was a joke one. Yeah. But uh, there's been a lot of one. A lot of people assumed it was Chicago Made Punk, which I still believe it is, but it is not that. Um, there's been uh, quite a few of them. Uh, Chuck Mason, I believe, is the one. That That's what I was thinking of, yeah. Um, yeah. He said that jokingly. He said Cookie Monster. Yeah. Um, but the one under illegal binding, it's in proven in court, is Chick Magnet. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is what it is under a rule of law. It was Chick Magnet Punk because uh, when he was first starting out, he was part of a tag team called the Chick Magnets. And that's what the CM stand for. So there was this, another person, I believe it was like CM Acid or something like that. Chick Magnet Acid. And that's what the CM stood for. Because you know, where's brought him now. Because you know if you're trying to attract the ladies, the one thing you want to go is like, hey guys, I want to <laughs> have my Magnet Acid. <laughs> um, like, that's so, not going to get you end, like thrown in the drunk take. No, this this court case has been, uh, was, was definitely something else. Uh, there were arguments over uh, the podcast itself. Uh, Amon, Chris Amon, was seeking one dollar for every play of the podcast, which uh, was in excess of over four million dollars, uh, and he was suing for damages for his uh, public reputation. Um, How is it okay? Here's what I don't understand: Is it like maybe a week or two after the podcast was released, he was actually promoted? Somewhere around there. Somewhere yeah. around that. So he, how he didn't he, lose his job? He he didn't. Yeah, no. he never never no. lost so, his job. He's still, so, he's still with them. So Chris Amon, how can you say that it damaged your public reputation if a you were promoted and b you still have your job? Yeah, it's it was it was going to be a tough case to prove in court. Um, that's probably just one of it those. It was a tough case. Yeah, clearly, that's probably just one he of those lost. points where so. he's like, where once um. I'm completely lost on this. Who was the one that brought this? Like, 
It was it. It was Amon. It was Amon that sued Punk and yeah, for initially. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. This has been going on for years. This this was a the court podcast case. was 2014. Yep. Because it was 2014. Was it really? Yeah. Tw- or, or was it 2013? It was a while back. I think it was 2014. Because it was like he left after the Rumble. Cause, cause and 20- then it was like three or four months when he did after he did the Cabana podcast. Cause yeah. He had to wait the whatever hundred days or yeah. something. Was it from 20, WWE? It was. It was either 2014. It wasn't 2013. I think I it was. Remember. It was the summer. Like it was. Yeah. just It was around. I, I want to say it was before SummerSlam. I'm trying to remember. I. I believe. I think so. It was the one that Batista won. I believe. So. Yeah. Yes. So it was 2014. Um. So uh, there's there's. Uh, I was just reading through the court case notes. Uh, obviously, the argument over who Kane was. The judge apparently had no idea. Like they was like, you're talking about this Kane. Who's this Kane? Where's Kane? And they were trying to describe it. It's the, it's the really big guy with no shirt on. It's the mayor of what's the town? Knoxville County. Knoxville County. Has he been, has has he won the election? No. Well, he won the Republican. He won the, he won the Republican primary. Oh, and, sorry. And he, it's a Republican town. Yeah, he's the candidate. Uh, so, uh, and it's a Republican town. So it's likely that he's going to win it. But you never know. Um, again, that's just all political. Climate, I have the but. feeling that there's going to be opponents for the Democrat Party. You're going to this court case. It's oh, like, who's Kane? Who's Kane? <laughs> what is a Kane? Um, to listen to Parts Unknown to find out. Uh, there you go. The Parts Unknown wrestle case. Yeah, man. Um, and uh, other other uh, notes from the case. Uh, they were describing the rules of wrestling in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> 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 they were <laughs> Mark Carano was involved with this as well. He admitted, uh, I don't know if you heard about this actually, but uh, he admitted that wrestling was predetermined. Um, oh my so, God. Kayfabe's dead, guys. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, That's the real reason why I'm leaving wrestling. <laughs> it wasn't the New Jersey court decision back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, he admitted that it was predetermined. Um, oh, what were some of the other stuff that that w- there was just so many notes on this. Um, I remember there was one punk was like visibly laughing at some of the Twitter accounts that were being named. Um, there was arguments over the lump. The uh, Amon's uh, team was saying that there was no lump. And I don't know if you remembered uh, a while back, but WWE sent out a video and it was just butt shots of punk wrestling in the Royal Rumble. It seems like, hey, see, no lump. And I'm like, you know, it could have been covered by his trunks. But, uh, you know, they tried to use that. Um, they show text messages be- between punk and AJ Lee, punk talking about uh, the MRSA. Um, and also there was some text with Zack Ryder during this. Uh, so real, I don't know why they were going for the, uh, I don't know why they were going for that. There was no lump argument because. So you have to call it the nodule. <laughs> the nodule. <laughs> I don't know why they just had to like change the uh, denomination for it. <laughs> um, some tweets that were shown to the jury about Amon's reputation being ruined. One of them said, Dr. Amon should be fired ASAP. Hashtag fired Dr. Amon from Mike. Um, <laughs> some may have already seen it. Uh, nice malpractice, you, and I can't continue with the other word there. Shame on you for almost killing CM Punk. Whenever I see Dr. Chris Amon, it reminds me of staff misdiagnosis. Um, and counsel cited the above tweets as palpable proof of injury to Dr. Amon's reputation. Um, and uh, The internet wrestling community is toxic? <laughs> what? Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> this is shocking. Wow. Oh, no man. wonder Roman Reigns is so over. <laughs> uh, there was uh, the defense pr- produced Punk's camo shorts <laughs> as evidence into this case. <laughs> oh, this, this, this testimony is... Uh, uh, Punk admitted during, the, uh, f- during his testimony that he sure does swear a lot. If you listen back to the podcast, he said the F word like multiple, multiple times. Um, And uh, he said the goal of the podcast was to paint a picture. Um, He said there may have been stuff that was a little bit embellished, but, uh, you know, he's telling the story. He's telling like what's going on. Um, Punk confirmed that Dr. Sampson gave him a Z-Pack. And apparently Chris, a man, when he asked him for a Z-Pack, he was readily available for some Z-Packs. So... If you remember the joke back in 2015 about, I got to get myself a Z-Pack in order to get myself going. So a lot of stuff came out uh, from this trial. Um, obviously, the damages. The, um, the one thing that I like about, because we got like a giant page of notes in front of us right here. Yeah, we're just going through. There's a, a lot good, to a go A good through. like halfway down, it just says, break for lunch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, they included that in the article. It's like, that's not, like, what happened. It's just a suggestion for you <laughs> to take a break, eat something, and come back because you're going to be there for a while. Oh, yes. It was a barn burner. Like, you can't even find a wrestling match these days that was half as good as this court case. <laughs> this court case was something else. Uh, I highly recommend you go to WrestleZone.com. They had the full course notes. They were following this trial, like, nonstop. Um but it was definitely something else. CM Punk wins. Uh, Cole Cabana won. Uh, huge relief on both ends. One of the things that was interesting, though, was apparently the jury afterwards went over and ha- and uh, had some very uh, very high engaging conversations with CM Punk at the end of the uh, at the end of the uh, trial. Did they do this in Chicago? Yes. No one's well, going. No one is going to convict CM Punk in Chicago. You get one wrestling fan in that group of twelve, and it's over. <laughs> and you know what? The amazing part about this too is CM Punk has got a fight in UFC on Saturday, and so he uh, and he's facing Mike Johnson. What, what's the time Mike to be? Jackson? Or two actually, minutes no, and 42 Mike Jackson, seconds? Mike Jackson. I'm thinking PW Insider Mike Johnson. Oh, God. Uh, what's the time to be? Two minutes, 42 seconds? I think so. Uh, uh, two minutes, 14, I believe. 14? Yeah. Um, and uh, But he's facing a guy who hasn't fought in two years, in Mike Jackson. And uh, he's and they both have 0-1 records. And Mike Jackson actually was the one who lost to uh, Mickey Gall. And Gall was the one who beat uh, CM Punk. So this is like the, the, the best the, trilogy feud. This is the best triangle feud in MMA right now. And it's also between like one person's a huge draw and the other person's just, he's there. He's there. And this I'm is not, literally, not, this is not literally an enhanced match. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that they're doing this. It's like, a good They're thing. giving him an opponent that's appropriate for his skill level. There you go. Now I have a question though. Yeah. Get in the Alec, question before Alec, we had the Alec commercial. before and I, before you got here, Alec and I were talking about a certain triangle. Which triangle is better in your opinion? The triangle that you're mentioning or the love triangle between George the Animal Steel, Randy Macho Man Savage, and Miss Elizabeth? I was not expecting that to come out of your mouth. <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> like, he's like, we were talking earlier, and I'm just like, well, what? I said a lot of things. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Macho Man one. Um, because that involved love and Elizabeth lost. and George. <laughs>
Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, and you are listening to Wrestling With Ideas. And if you want to get your money's worth, stay right here, because everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> There's the Million Dollar Man. Always, it's his way. <laughs> And welcome back inside the CKDJ studios. This is Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. Alongside me, the music man, Colin Scully, and Wrestling With Ideas original, WWI original, the beast from BC, Alec Miski. I can write now. You can write. Somewhat. And, well, it's like, this is prop like the notes that you wrote is probably what they wrote in the booking meeting in WWE. <laughs> this is probably the notes that they uh, wrote in the booking meeting. Jeez, yeah. you're really giving that Vince Russo knockoff they have. Oh, yeah. Credit. <laughs> bro, I've got a great idea, bro. Let's go with Constable Corbin, bro, and it's going to be a hot item for the Monday Night night wars bro <laughs> all righty so uh this is what you call the wrestling notes uh these are probably the best notes i've ever written uh i've ever written you've ever <laughs> you've written. taken credit for my work i'm already like, you're already going full hornswoggle yeah there you go um so here we go these are your this is alec miski's notes from monday night raw uh before we even get to that uh overall thoughts on raw no five no. out of ten what? Five out of ten. Ooh, not even a Bret Hart. It's better than a Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You get, right, you get five hearts out of ten. There you go. Um, so, uh, hey, it's a passing grade, though. Yeah, well, there, there were moments. <laughs> there were definitely moments. between three hours of wrestling. Um, well, let's go with the raw notes first. Uh, let's start things off. First note here from Mr. Alec Miski. Rollins finally got a pop for his little brother. Good for him. <laughs> Shows how important a feud between Elias and Rollins is for getting reigns over. Yeah, usually a feud works to push both people in it, not the third wheel, which would be gender. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it just the intro was great at, when it started. Then right. they get into the tag team match, which isn't a bad thing either. But just, like, who's it pushing? Like you got yeah. Sam, like Elias going over, even though he, I hate him. I, he's he just annoys me. I don't like his gimmick of going up playing guitar, doing a terrible song, and not knowing how to play. You don't like Elias? No. He's wow. A, he, I he, love Elias. He, I he's, he's a great. good he's a good wrestler. Yeah. When he's wrestling like bell to bell, don't get me wrong. I like his in ring stuff, but I feel like he there's there's something else. Don't ask me what it is because I don't know. All that I know is that if he wants to get over like more over with the crowd, get up to that next level. This guitar stuff needs to get out. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't like the guitar stuff? It's it's like... Uh, me, okay, well, especially singing. me being a guitar player myself, he can't... Oh, so this is, this is like a personal vendetta. Yes. He can't <laughs> play. No, yeah, it sounds, it sounds awful. Like, he can't even strum a basic chord well. He can't do a chord but transition. Could be, but could like, that be brilliant heel work, though? I don't think that's brilliant heel work. What, so he's trying to piss both wrestling fans and guitar players off? Like, wh where's the payoff there? Well, it's, like, it's working. How, how many people, <laughs> in, just because two to three people here in this room understand, like, music. You what, are you, what are you trying to say? I understand his nickname is the Music Man, but I'm the man they call Gibby. If I want an Irish 
St. Patrick's Day, Jake, I'll come to you, Hornswoggle. <laughs> okay. But as far as I'm concerned, like, it's just I'm annoying. Not like, it's taking up time that you could do, like dedicate to better promo work or better wrestling. Because um, right. let's just face it, his whole gimmick is come down, play a song, someone gets mad, hits me. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I, 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 I still disagree. I think I really like the character. Oh, no, that's Elias. fair. That's fair. I, I think I think it's getting over. Um, I think he's a good. I think he's a good. He, heel. He's the only one in out of those four wrestlers that's over. At, at the that, end that is that true. Match. That is true. <laughs> For the DDT to a chair. Number two from Alec Miski's raw notes: Constable Corbin, WTF? It's ridiculous. At least he tried to sell it, but it's bleeping stupid. Was Taker the sheriff of the Monday Night Wars? <laughs> Does Trump need to appoint himself constable of the White House to stop the special prosecutor? Ooh, that's a nice little political joke there. I like it. Uh. <laughs> I like it. If, if you could name a sheriff of the Monday Night Wars, would it be Taker? Oh, or yeah. would it be? Yeah. It would probably be Taker or JBL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He or did JBL. some extrajudicial uh, force when he went yeah. up against... Or Bob Holly. Oh! Bob Holly. Yeah, that would be great. I don't know if you listen to the Something to Wrestle with podcast, with Bruce Pritchard. Great podcast, really enjoy it. Um, he, they recently did an episode of Bob uh, on Bob Holly, and, a, and there's a famous story from that uh, podcast where it's like apparently the creative team were going to all the people in the locker room, and they're like, "We need some creative ideas. Like, what 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 do you have going for you?" And he goes, well, "I got an idea." <laughs> How about I beat everybody and you put the title belt on me? <laughs> then I could get over. <laughs> and, and then they had the WrestleMania 13 match. <laughs> where Remember that famous submission match between Bob Holly and Bret Hart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ken Shamrock was the special guest referee, which, by the way, listen yeah, to, listen to uh, it, Scully's interview with Shamrock last week. Was it Bob Holly? At WrestleMania 13, or was it Shawn Michaels? I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, there's never been an Iron Man match that wasn't between. Do you remember a 60-minute Bob Holly Iron Man match? <laughs> yes. We're teasing you, buddy. That's I know. All it's all I know. Good. It's Let's all go back to the cookie cutter one where they're beating each other with tinfoil pants. <laughs> uh, hardcore Holly. I got an idea. How about I just beat everybody, and then you put give me the belt? All righty, so number three from Alec Miski's Raw Notes. Balor Owens, what the hell? You have two top-tier wrestlers, two people who have put on stellar matches in the past, and then this is how it ends? It's like having a clean finish is too hard. So instead, they just have Owens DQ himself for no reason, so nothing was at stake the entire match. I agree. I like that. As do I. And then Balor gets his finisher after like the fifth try, I want to say. Give or take, because he was trying to do the coup de grace the entire match. Yes. Yeah. My God. Number four, Nia Jax. Awful. Was it a work? Sell it. Was it an accident? Bleepin' sell it. Was Rousey good on the mic? Nope. (laughs) Well, like how many times did she try to get that awkward joke about her husband? Over. Yes. Like, what was she trying to do? Although I will say, uh, there was some stuff with Rousey, like previous mic work, but this was not one of them. No, this was not her good stuff. Yeah, this was not her good stuff. This was not a good edition of Raw. No. Um, the final uh, Raw note from Mr. Alec Miski. Number five. Bone Spurs, bro? The Lashley Zane segment was awful. 
Zane tried his very best once again, but couldn't save yet another atrociously written segment. There you go. Those are Alec Miski's raw notes. I, I especially loved the, I especially loved the, was Taker the sheriff of the Monday Night Wars? That got a pop out of me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I um, can see it. But uh, that was great. So let's go into the SmackDown stuff now of Alec Miski's SmackDown notes. Number one, Paige is GM. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I'm reading this for the first time, by the way. That segment with Asuka was awful. Hey, pick the person you want to wrestle. Pre-Mania, Asuka would have wrecked both at once. That is true. I mean, it, it, Asuka's kind of lost a step ever since she lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania. Now, obviously, they're building up Charlotte. They're probably going to do Charlotte versus Rousey at WrestleMania. What is it now? 35? 35. 35. Yeah. They're probably going to have them main event. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's left Asuka in the dust, though. And they're, and they're really trying to push Carmella as this annoying uh, heel. Which is working. It's working. She still can't wrestle, though. Ouch. Don't you just miss the days when James Ellsworth was there so you had something entertaining to yeah, watch? Yeah, there you go. Honestly, I do. The intergender champion, James Ellsworth. <laughs> that was a great match. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stupidest finish in the world, but it worked. <laughs> uh, number two. The Nakamura style signing was dot, 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 interesting. It sets up a good finale for them with the last man standing stipulation and that Styles is worried about what the King of Strong style will pull off in their matches. At this point, I'm just waiting for Nakamura to get confused because he's been kicked in the balls so many times <laughs> that when he go that when he gets up, he thinks he's kicking Styles in the balls, but he ends up kicking the ref in the balls. Mm. And then the ref disqualifies Nakamura for kicking him in the balls. That's some low-hanging fruit right there. Is But it's just last man standing. It's not an ODQ. Yeah, it's just yeah. last man standing, so... So there's still a way for them to screw up the finish. Well, oh, there, there, there's there you a go. way. We, oh, there, it's WWE. Where there's a will, there's a Bob Holly. <laughs> <laughs> this episode just Bob no, Holly. I, I got an idea. <laughs> Who knew the one that would get the biggest pop was just taking catchphrases from other podcasts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got to stop doing that. But it's a great story. I do love that story. Um, let's go to number three, Ms. Day Pancakes. I thought their creepy pancake dwarves was bad enough, but now they're still doing these dumb gimmicks. You could tell that if they weren't selling merch, they'd be split apart. They're not in the title scene, and why put them there when they were already over? And let's not get started on how Pancake Tuesday ruined Rusev Day. But every day is Rusev Day. Yeah, but you gotta have the good Rusev Day. That's true. Because yeah. let's be honest, that that uh, three man tag match, whoo, whoo, six man. I don't know. I don't know if you describe it like highways where it's like you only focus on one side's lanes, or if you count all of them. The fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> WWE fast lane. Is that coming up? Because I swear to God, that's that. Oh no, it's already passed. That's that's coming up next year. That was my first. But show you know review. what sucks? We're not getting our great balls of fire pay per view. That would have been a perfect blow off for Nakamura and Styles. That's unbelievable. We're yeah, not getting but, our great balls of but, fire. But, but, but WWE won't put Nakamura and Styles on a crap pay-per-view because they don't want to bury them. Have you seen the previous matches between Nakamura and Styles? They had them on Mania, and that actually was not a good match. I'm joking. I well, it started off good, but then... I'm it, joking, damn it. I'm joking. Damn it, pal. <laughs> um, uh, number four. Becky Lynch wins clean. I am shocked. And over Charlotte. 
Yeah. And you just say, no, they're going to build up Charlotte. I'm like, then why did they just book her to lose to Becky Lynch? Like, well, you need, uh, I mean, you need Becky Lynch to get that one win. Yeah. Apparently. Um, and number five, Bludgeon Brothers taken down, Will Harper, by Anderson, of all people. Carl Anderson, machine gun. Yeah. Carl Anderson. Who has not been used well by WWE since. No. The, the entirety of, like, of the club. Yeah, like the, the club. Um, let's put it this way. I can't think of a match that they've won That's in true. their entire time there. And they've had the dumbest gimmicks where they're doctors. And weren't they tag champions at one point? I think, yeah. yeah they I think they took With the titles. With Cesaro and Sheamus. Like they had a back and forth. Yeah. And it's just like, I, you just don't count those. You just don't. Apparently not. Which is it's, um, it's upsetting because they were coming in with a lot of momentum from like we're talking like Bullet Club just as it was like we thought it was their peak at Bullet Club. Yeah. And now it's even bigger. And can I just say one thing there? Samson going over Rollins at the beginning of Raw. Mm-hmm. Who's going to win on the pay-per-view? I, I, I like how you continue to call Elias Samson. Yeah. Elias Samson, even though he is now Elias now. Yeah. I love it. It's biblical. It's biblical. I love it. I love it, Michael. Um, well, there you go. Uh, that is a the notes from Alec Miski. Very entertaining. I had a great time <laughs> reading this. Sheriff over Monday Night Wars. I like how you're laughing at that. That's probably how Vince Russo's like, bro, that's a great gimmick for the Undertaker, bro. Speaking of Russo, did you hear what happened between him and Cody Rhodes with All In? Yes. Let's let's talk about that in the next commercial break because we have a lot of catching up to do with Alec Miski. So, and I'm sure you have a lot to say about the Russo uh, Rhodes stuff. So we'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk about that. All In. Are you All In, Alec? Every day. Every <laughs> Are you all in, Mr. Scully? Yes. <laughs> I call. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here. Hold poker! I call. You folded. <laughs> I'm done. Ah, uh, that did go over. That did go over very well. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ1079, Ottawa's new music. What's up? It's Sheldon Jean, and you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios. Wrestling with Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9. Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. Of course, the music man, Colin Skelly. And the beast for BC, Alec Miski. Wrestling with Ideas original. Back on the show. I feel like a fossil from the BC era right now. Yeah, we're just era. yeah we're get, getting you out of the ring. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, the uh, classic phrase of... Uh, any, uh, you know, like this man can wrestle a broomstick to a five-star match. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing right now. I'm the broomstick. No, you're Shawn Michaels. Now I feel like bro- that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> all, all in good fun, of course. All in good fun. Before before uh, Alec beats me up after the end of the show. So if, like, if Shawn Michaels wrestles the broomstick and the broomstick loses, is that called, like, the janitor closet screwjob? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. It's a very good question. Is it is now the question is would that be Moppy? Would Perry Saturn oh. be involved in this? And does Perry Saturn run in but misses his cue? Yes. 
Oh, we're 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 booking some great storylines here. You know, speaking of Shawn Michaels, actually, sorry, sorry, we're, we're this go- is like a 2001 era WCW. Program oh, very much so. Not even 2000, 2001. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of Shawn Michaels, uh, before we get into the Cody Rhodes stuff, we were talking earlier. This will be like a broad discussion uh, talk because it's always fun talking with Mr. Alec Miski, having a bunch of laughs. Um, but uh, I don't know if you've heard recently, but Shawn Michaels recently in an interview has stated he is open to one more match. And the three people that he's listed... Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 35. Trilogy match? Yes. That, that would be awful to see, though. Yeah. You, you're, you're, the kid in you wants it. Yeah. Sorry, the kid in me, because I was a kid when they wrestled. The kid in yeah, you yeah, guys were just like twinkles in your dad's eye. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah, that that like they're too old. It just it yeah. won't be a good match. It'll be a good story. Yeah, but not a good match. But I think uh, so. Taker's one of them. I'm gonna wager that well, Styles well, is yes, in the well, three. Yes, no, well, Styles was one of them. He listed there was three people that he listed that he would be interested in doing uh, a wrestling match with. But there was also another thing he added in that kind of muddies the waters. Um, so AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Because uh, Shawn Michaels technically trained Daniel Bryan under the same school. I don't know if it was like direct, but Jose Lothario definitely trained him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and number three well, may surprise some people, actually. Johnny Gargano. No, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. No. Really? No. I'd love to see. Oh, man. I'm thinking about that now. That would be awesome. Well, we already had a Johnny Gargano versus Shawn Michaels match. I don't know if you saw on Twitter. They had an ab off. Interesting. I believe Gargano won, actually. I think so. But that would that would play into him because he, he can still work, but he's old, and he, honestly, he's going to get worn down because he's, what, 50? I don't uh, even think he's, he's 50. He's 51? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not And he hasn't wrestled in, since the the retirement match with Taker at WrestleMania 26. Yeah, so it's like it's been almost 10 years. Almost, almost 10 years. So by the time he's in shape to do it, which I'm assuming WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, and Gargano still has to get his call up. Yeah. So it's like it's at least two years away. Mm-hmm. Well, two WrestleManias away, I should say. Yeah. Unless they do, like, he gets called up at the Rumble and they build, a pl- like, the card for it. But yeah. that's rushed, yeah. to be honest. Uh, but you got Gargano who who can carry, he can wrestle a broomstick. Let's just be honest. Yep. So, like, I don't see Already any- two five-star matches this year, yeah. Johnny Gargano. And, and, and Tommaso Ciampa. I, oh, that that piece of crap Tommaso Ciampa um, that bald headed piece of crap the Sicilian psychopath, psychopath. Yeah, yes. I was going to say assassin it's like no that's the cerebral assassin that's the cerebral and he's someone that we all hate <laughs> um, but yeah no but then you also have like Daniel Bryan who yeah Daniel Bryan could carry a good match with him I don't know if it would be as good as Gargano because mm-hmm. Bryan's also kind of coming back and he's still not in tip top shape Yeah, he's great I like watching him mm-hmm. but I'm not rose tinted glasses and then you have AJ Styles which everyone just wants to see oh yeah it'll be a good match they're both in kind of the same age bracket in terms of the wrestling styles like yep. they're from the same era mm-hmm. they're a lot of like more in-ring work than like we're gonna have fancy stuff all over the place yeah thinking hearkening back to the match between Styles and Cena at Royal Rumble I want to say 2017 mm-hmm. didn't, yeah. leave, didn't leave the ring that's right um, so uh, one of the things that was interesting as well that Sean brought up was he would be interested as well in being a part of a tag team if uh, that way he didn't have to work as much because That's obviously smart. obviously he's uh, you know he's already been away for so long right and he kind of, he reminded people that just understand like 
when he he said, just understand if I were to come back, I'm not going to be the Shawn Michaels, Mr. WrestleMania Shawn Michaels, right? It's It's just going to be like a nice little one-off sort of appearance for Mr. Michaels. But this is interesting, the way that his thought process changed. For the longest time, he has been committed to his retirement. He's like, you know what? I'm retired. I'm done. I've done what I needed to in the business. Um, I, there's no matches out there. Apparently, they were close to doing AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels at Royal Rumble uh, when they were in the Alamo Dome, um, which would have been awesome. Because they're both from Texas, I believe. Yeah, Styles is from Georgia. Georgia, sorry. Michaels is from Texas, though. Um, but uh, that would have obviously drawn a bunch of they were looking at Michaels because he's from Texas and they're in the Alamo Dome and you can get that Texas uh, Texas uh, draw but uh, he's also uh, said he would be interested in doing a tag team uh, maybe uh, you know maybe even like a DX reunion with tri- Triple H if they wanted to Triple H that seems like a bad idea because the last reunion didn't end well yeah but you know time makes uh, heart grow fonder that's the, how the phrase goes, right? No, that's not how it works. With like wrestling fans are notoriously bitter about things that have happened like forty years ago. You're that's half true. the man that I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have half the brain that you do. Um, but I, I, uh, if anything, I'd like to see him do kind of a Bob Backlund, Darren Young thing, where he mm-hmm. coaches Gargano, mm-hmm. but they have that would the, be cool. the payoff is them splitting up and having the feud. Um, he said he, he did say, quote, but for a one-off match now, I need it to be a tag team match where Hunter, Triple H, and I could just do a few crotch chops and have some fun. So just kind of like a nice little reunion thing. So they literally want to do the match against Sting all over again. But without the NWO, which for some reason was helping Sting. If we're taking WCW storylines into effect. But it's not. It's WWE, so... A poison. <laughs> oh man! If anything, they should have brought out like if anything, Nash and um, oh god, what's his name? Hall should have had the red NWO on. NWO is so like the history of that is so convoluted. I can't even. It's remember crazy. How it goes. You got the NWO, the yeah, Latino Wolf, World Order, the Wolfpack, NWO two thousand, the Click, Blue World Order, which was ECW, BWO. Yeah, there's like, a lot of WOs, World Orders. You know, there's you know, there's so many world orders. It's like who really is in charge of the world? Hornswoggle. I'm in charge of the world. Wow. That's why. That's Donald, a lot of response. That's why there. Donald Trump is the sheriff of the White House. <laughs> of the White House. <laughs> He's uh, the sheriff of the billionaires. Yeah, I just imagine him spinning his pistols, just like <laughs> like the hair going everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Where, where is you have from? to do it now. I know. Oh, the Trump person. No, please. No. Why? No. Okay. It's okay. He, he shouldn't. No. At this we, point, we don't need to hear that. Yeah. What yeah. we do need to hear about is what Cody Rhodes and Vince Russo are up to. Yeah. Let's. We'll. We'll talk about. We'll actually talk about the next break. I know I teased it before in the previous break, but we'll actually talk about the next break. Next break, we'll go all. Because I thought because we were talking about Sean. Yeah, exactly. Because we were talking about Sean Michaels, and I remembered. Oh yes, Sean Michaels wants a one-off match. So we'll talk about that. Obviously, a little older news, but I know you're a big Cody fan. And uh, we haven't had you on the show in a while. And you're a big Vince Russo impersonator. <laughs> yes. Um, Vince Russo is also a big Vince Russo impersonator, apparently. 
What's up? It's true. <laughs> I mean, just look at listen to the podcast, but if you if you want to keep your sanity, but uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be back. We'll talk uh, Cody. We'll talk all about All In. Um, and there's also another story we'll, I'll try and fit into the next one that's actually kind of been interesting. It involves WWE and AAA, the uh, Mexican, uh, the Mexican, Mexican, the Lucha Libre promotion. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, down in Mexico. Vampiro. Vampiro. Uh, you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ. 107.9, Ottawa's new music. Hey, this is MJF, and you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas, unfortunately. Goodbye. Because my name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And I'm better than you. And you know it. I'm not a narcissist. It's only a little flame. I'm not a arsonist. It's only a little pill. I'm not a pharmacist. It's only a little love. I'm not a narcissist. I feel marvelous. I'm feeling better than I ever felt. I mean, I'll probably break a record. And welcome back inside the CKDJ studios, wrestling with ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I am the man they call Gibby Zach McGibbon, alongside me the music man Colin Scully, and the beast for BC, Alec Miski, wrestling with ideas original, back on the show. And uh, this was something you wanted to talk about. Uh, obviously all in, a lot of people are hashtag all in for all in. Is that coming up this weekend? No, oh no, that's like way down the line. Uh, September, is it? Oh my god! Yeah, September because like, sold the out. hype behind it all is like it's happening immediately. I know, which is what's kind of driving me crazy. Because it's, it's crazy. Like, I keep thinking it's coming up, and it's like I've been like so. I haven't exactly followed a calendar in a good while this month. Yeah, this is the last month and a half, really. So it's like yeah. I kind of just haven't paid attention to when things are lining up. Like I thought mm-hmm. Money in the Bank was next week, and it's like the weekend after. Yeah, so I'm kind of happy I get a, like a reprieve. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. But yeah, so all in, which is a crazy thing in general. Yeah, the fact that it sold out that quickly, uh, the fact that Cody has just been kind of. Having a lot of fun on Twitter with it. Yeah. I got two things I want to talk about that. But most importantly, the Vince Russo thing. Because yes. there was supposed to be a big kind of like a meet star and cast. greet star cast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's being run by Conrad Thompson, the host of the uh, Something to Wrestle with uh, Bruce Pitchard podcast. And the What Happened When with Tony Schiavone. And 83 Weeks with uh, Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Um, all three podcasts are actually And friend fantastic. of the Jim Ross Report. And friend of the Jim Ross Report. There you go. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Well, not the friend of this show. <laughs> Only because we've never met him before. He, Although I've talked with Conrad before, actually. He's a befriend of the show. We want to yes. make friends. We, we want to make friends. Let's get the Alabama Dream on here. <laughs> That's what he calls himself. It's a great um, nickname. It's a great nickname. Because you see, uh, he looks like Akeem. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls himself, because he's from Alabama. He calls himself the Alabama Dream. That's a, that's brilliant. I've never seen a picture of the man, so that's great. <laughs> um, but uh, definitely highly recommend listening to his podcast after you listen to this one. Um, and uh, so he's running StarCast. He's bringing in a bunch of people, uh, the main ones being Shivani, Bischoff, and Pritchard. But you've also got guys like Jared and X-Pac and... Uh, the click and you know it's, got, it's like a who's who of people that you remember from like the, pretty, the attitude era yeah it's pretty much a massive convention uh matthew from botch is also gonna yeah be I, I saw that i was actually quite proud he's of gonna it. be watching videos with tony giovanni i That's know be awesome. i know like it's just like 
all the stuff he said over the years. Well, not said, shown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you can listen back to our uh, interview with Mr. Matthew of Botchmania, episode thirty-nine, I believe. This is way back. Yeah, that right? was that was a good episode. That was a, that was a fun episode. But uh, yeah, so to get to the point here. Um, Russo tweeted something, and I forget what it was word for word, mm-hmm. but it was basically like him making up a Vince Russo storyline for him showing up at this event by saying, they don't want me to be there, but the fans do, and I'm going to be there, and yada, yada. And like he's just kind of stirring the pot yep. when he doesn't need to. Yep. And then Cody just tweets back to him, because he's, he's really good on Twitter, yep. just says, we don't reward bad behavior. Yeah. Now, do you know what that ba- bad behavior he was mentioning uh, with Russo because it was more than just that. I feel like it's also a stab for the way like they treated his dad in WCW. A little and, bit, but not and, like, nothing the, like, like his that. brother as well. I know like it's got shade from yeah. it. It's not that's the whole point. Well, there was other things. Apparently, Russo was making some. Uh, this is alleged, uh, alleged like homophobic comments on his podcast. That's he was saying new. he was he was saying how he was saying how. Uh, is like, man, bro, the people that love Finn Balor, bro, I mean, they have to be homosexual. And it, it, like, well, it's course, not a baseless, dad- completely yeah. baseless, too, because yeah. I love Finn Balor and I'm just a guy. Yeah. So. That's in love with Finn Balor. And there's nothing wrong with that. And he was no. just kind of like, he was just. We, we all have to embrace our inner demon. <laughs> Oh. I, I had that. That was a long setup. I thought of that an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what was going down with Russo, and now he's uh, playing. He went on a forty-minute rant on how he's kicked off. I know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Which, by Russo terms or standards, that's short. That's that's. I that, know. That, that's a that's brief appearance. It's. I saw that, and that is has to be one of the saddest things. I've ever seen. We'd still love to have Vince Russo on the show, though. Yeah, just for an interview. Oh man, I would. I would love to sit in for that. I'll I mean, s- you're in charge now. Make it happen. I'll do it. Make it happen, Mister Scully. I will make that happen, bro. And you are coming back. Give him some bros. I will sit in on this interview. I will pay money to listen in and sit on on this Vince Russo interview. Can you translate him for us? Oh, I could. Like, he doesn't know what's happening. Like, we'll yeah. just, like, make sure to mark When after. I was in WCW, bro, the standards and practices, bro, were all up on me. I couldn't write up storylines. So that's why I went with that 70s guy, Mike Awesome, and the fat chick thriller, Mike Awesome. They paid him a million dollars, Mike Awesome, to be the fat chick thriller. Translated. Vince Russo found a pen and paper. And it went all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the other thing I want to talk about all in, uh, I don't know if this happened, like if you saw it in your circles on social media, because I'm a big follower of Wrestling Soup. Cody actually name dropped Wrestling Soup in a tweet. Kind of going out. I saw that, yes. Against kind of people being overly critical about the entire promotion that he had yeah. going on. And I get where he's coming from. He's very he's he's literally all in on this thing. Like it literally is. Like it's he every, really is. When you think the word all in, everything comes to mind. The house yep. is packed. It's like a one off thing only. Yep. Like it's all these people coming together, and they might do it in the future, depending on how successful it is. But he calls out literally Mish by name, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. And Mish just like he's taking it in stride. He's having so much fun with it. So it's like, so you mean we have to pay to review it? Oh. <laughs> Yes, Man. because for those who don't know, a lot of the podcast vendors that went in, the separate uh, third-party ones, uh, had to pay to be a part of StarCast. Yeah, like his response was, was like, well, don't worry, Wrestling Soup's not going to be there. We'll just be the third wheel to the Don Tony Kevin Castle show. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're even more acerbic and mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So uh, that's what's going down with All In. Uh, I want to relate to one last thing before we head to commercial break. Uh, Cody was teasing the fans. is like, we just got the venue confirmed for All In 2. It's going to be happening here in New York. Nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And then he just, all the crowd booed Cody. This was before uh, his match against... Uh, Titan, I think, uh, from CML, CMLL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of uh, Lucha Libre promotions, uh, nice little segue there. Nice. Um, interesting little development from Madison Square Garden. Uh, MSG is going to be hosting a AAA show in September. And a lot of people initially, it was announced that another wrestling promotion, not the WWE, booked MSG. And a lot of people assume that was New Japan because New Japan's trying to expand to the States. And what bigger way for New Japan to make a statement than to go on WWE's home turf and uh, take MSG? It's an NJPW invasion. Pretty much. Um, But it was then later found out that it wasn't New Japan, but it was AAA uh, that's going to be booking Madison Square Garden. And it's fascinating because WWE and MSG have such a long history with each other. Going back to the 60s when they were the WWWF. Yeah, I with think uh, it was Vince's dad. Actually, even the 1940s with Vince's dad's dad, yeah, Jess McMahon. I think he did boxing matches then, though, didn't he? Like it was. He did a combination. I mean, yeah. He was a boxing promoter. MSG was, I believe, was it MSG where uh, Bruno Sammartino first won the championship? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, MSG. And where his son couldn't? Ouch. <laughs> Just burring David there. Man. I apologize. Bruno was amazing. It was also tragedy of his passing earlier this year. Yeah, that was that was really sad. I did a, I did a little piece on uh, Bruno San Martino. This is good. I actually heard it. It was really Thank well you. done. Um, but uh, yeah. I uh, I did that little piece. You can go back into the Wrestling With Ideas archives there. Uh, that was probably one of our most well-received episodes, actually. It wasn't long. It wasn't like our usual hour-long things. It was just the 20-minute stuff, but a lot of people were really... Uh, they really enjoyed it. Um, so, anyways, uh, going back to MSG uh, AAA, uh, interesting move by AAA to make that uh, transition, um, and it also kind of signifies the relationship between MSG and WWE right now, because WWE has been going to the Barclays Center instead of MSG. So, maybe there's some feeling of bad blood between MSG and WWE. Please don't make the next. Please don't a bring back bad blood and have it be WWE <laughs> versus AAA. I, I, at the Barclays Center. At can, the Barclays can they bring back Bad Blood against the Lucha Libre WWE and have Taylor Swift mm. come do a wow. live performance? That's, meanwhile, that's meanwhile, a hell of a well, trifecta. No, no, no. This, th- there's a twist. Ooh. There's a twist because Russo's writing this. Okay. <laughs> right, right when like Taylor Swift gets in there and like she finishes the song Bad Blood, out of nowhere, from parts unknown, Ooh. she gets taken out by a chair. Whoa. By none other than Flo Rida. And it just starts pumping my house. Or Bob Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break and let Alec Miski recover. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 1079 Auto's New Music. Hey guys, this is Flip Gordon, and you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas. Look in the sky, what's 
fly, I'm the man ride. I see you try, but you running and you can't. I know. Here we go. Time for the man, time for the show. Dive in the stands, climb up the ropes. Where will he land? Nobody knows. Watch out for that aerosol. Here you go, man, here's your loss. If this is the game, I'm the boss. Bring more bounce and I'm taking off. Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm Zach McGibbon, the man they call Gibby, and uh, alongside me, the music man, Colin Scully, and the beast for BC, Alec Miski. We are running low on time, so we are going to end things here. Alec, thanks for coming back on, man. Oh, thanks for having me. It was great to talk about my two greatest passions, wrestling and Taylor Swift taking a chair shot. From Bob Holly. <laughs> or from, I would love to see George the Animal steal with the chair shot to... See? <laughs> Look! And then he just smacks. <laughs> what a way to end off this show. Alrighty, so uh, next week, of course, uh, my final episode yeah. here on Wrestling With Ideas. and uh, You'll so. get to hear, I'm going to announce what the thing is, but I'm not going to tell you what is in it. Oh, so this audio tribute package, whatever you want to call it, is gonna be is gonna please be please include the most recent one with Bob Holly with me. Just oh for Bob sure, <laughs> it's gonna be. I'm calling it Gibby through the years. Gibby through the years. This is your life, Zach. That's exactly what's actually. <laughs> that's more or less what's Do happening. Do you remember this voice? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this? Um. So, well, I'm in. I'm. I'm fascinated. This. I did not know this was happening. To be quite honest, I wasn't like, Colin, make me a memorial package right now. I. Uh, this is all under the guys of uh, Mr. Colin Scully. You can listen to Wrestling With Ideas every Thursday at 6pm on CKDJ 107.9 FM and you can uh, also listen back to older episodes of the show on WrestlingWithIdeas.podbean.com. That includes our full interviews with the likes of Jake the Snake Roberts, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, Ken Shamrock recently, uh, Nick Aldis, the current NWA World Champion, Cody Rhodes, obviously, book and hashtag all in. All those interviews are in there so you can head back into the archives for that follow wrestling with ideas on twitter at wrestling capital w ideas like us on facebook you can follow me on twitter at Roz gibby or if you want to follow me along on my new radio journey with cfra follow at gibby radio and uh, that's where you can find me there uh colin uh you're at cd underscore the music man right yep there you go and uh twitter for you mr alec miski because i know i you've think changed it's the twitter handle last last i saw i was about to tag you in it but i didn't know if you were still active oh it's it's active is it oh yeah i, okay. uh, I am one of the 53 million followers of donald j trump oh i know it's it's not something you brag about yeah no <laughs> <laughs> no you can follow me at uh, rock paper sushi on twitter rock paper Su- i love it yeah, which, I love one, it. which one wins all the time? You'd be surprised. It's, it's, it'd be sushi, isn't it? It might be. Or The Rock. Yeah, right? The Rock, paper, or sushi. Yeah, I mean, Who wins? The, let's be honest, Prince dead, so that's 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 kind of obvious wow. he's not winning that. I was not expecting Prince to be brought up on a wrestling podcast, but okay. But then again, I mean, Shisuke Nakamura, what am I saying? Anyways, <laughs> uh, you could send in uh, any tips, any questions, any feedback uh, via email, wrestlingwithideasradio at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, next week, my final show. Uh, it's going to be uh, a little weird not doing this show every week. Um, but obviously, it's going to be part of the uh, new future, the new generation 
The new generation. Yeah, man. Era. I'm <laughs> the, excited. Uh, there you go. Ruthless aggression era. The ruthless aggression era. Uh, With that, have a good one. You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, including full interviews, make sure you check out Wrestling With Ideas on Podbean and on the Podbean app, or listen to us on our new SoundCloud page. We can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and many more. Make sure you keep on tuning in every Thursday at 6 p.m. to Wrestle With Ideas. 